Northwest Arkansas, welcome to season three of Hey Hey and WA. We're back. Even though we've never called anything seasons ever, this is now season three. Oh yeah, we declare this season three. Somehow. Yes, because we never called seasons one and two seasons one and two, but in hindsight, retroactively, we're calling them seasons one and two. Yes. Because, just so you know, I'm. we might have already gone through this on the year in review episode, but we are taking February through June... And we are going to do the most with those months, but in July, we're going to take an off month, and then August through December, we're going to do the most we can in those months, and then take January off. That is why you haven't heard us in the month of January. Yeah, and if you haven't listened to the Year in Review episode that came out on Thursday, um, go listen to that, because Peyton and I had a lot of fun recording it, and if you're new to the show, if you've never really listen to what we've done before. Um, that's like a good way to hear about who we are and how we came to do what we're doing and stuff we've learned in the last year and maybe point you to some podcasts that you might want to listen to um, if something catches your ear in particular. You can hop back and listen to those episodes. Yes. Um, so go listen to the Year in Review episode. It was a lot of fun to record, and it's going to be great. Oh, or, yeah. It is great. In hindsight, yes, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking, starting off this new year of podcasting um, in 2018. Uh, we're starting it out with a great friend of ours that we have now made. I guess she's been a friend of yours for a little bit, Peyton. She has. So I I have heard uh, Jara Nally, that is who we're talking to, uh, I've heard her name just around for probably... I don't know, six months before I'd actually met her. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you'll hear in the interview, she was a part of um, the... She made her own Northwest Arkansas things to do, uh, NWA Insider. Yep, there you go. And she eventually developed Leisure List, which is what this episode is about, um, which is a great way to figure out you know, things happening in Northwest Arkansas that everybody has tried to fill, but no one has successfully filled, but I think she is filling. I mean, like us included in that list of people who tried to be... Oh, yeah. ...be so broad as to... or uh, naive as to think they can tackle... Naive is the right word. (laughs) uh, ...to think they can tackle everything that's going on in Northwest Arkansas. When Facebook falls short, when your favorite podcast comes short of telling you what's going on. Sorry, guys. Um, Peyton and I have found that this app leisure list does a really good job of encompassing all of Northwest Arkansas, um, everything from Bentonville to Fayetteville to Eureka Springs, and maybe a little bit beyond, um, in doing just what we're talking about, right? Sharing events and most all of the events, everything from, trivia to music series to uh yoga classes and beyond well and those are just events but she has really good documentation on even just places that are existing that you know i'm looking for indian food in northwest arkansas where can i find it that's that's been really helpful as well now i don't want to give too much of her interview away 
Um, but I thought that this was a great way to start our new season because yeah. it really emphasizes Northwest Arkansas has things going on yeah. and we're, we're doing cool things as a region, yeah. whether it's restaurants, whether it's events, whether it's uh, different initiatives or fundraisers or trails that are up and coming, like all of that is really developing. And Jarrah is a testament to all of that. And in the work that she does. So I'm super excited about this episode. I think it's a perfect way to start season three. By the way, Jarrah is one of our podcast fans. And Hi, Jarrah. Hey, Jarrah. And she loves our local lowdowns. So you should also check those out. And no doubt will Leisure List be a really good factor in figuring out what should go on the local lowdown. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so with that being said, we're about to drop into the interview. But hang out after the interview um, because I've got a new segment on the show that I'm really excited about. Um, it's about o- old Ozark folklore and superstition of the people who lived here 200 to a hundred years ago. Um, so we're going to talk about that on the other side. Yeah, that's gonna, right. And so I'm really excited about that. Peyton and hasn't heard any of it. I have not. So and that's intentional. Uh huh. And so stick around for that on the other side. Of the yes. Interview. And we're going to do this every week. So we're that segment's sticking around. And so always check in at the end of the episode and see what Ozark lore you can pick up. Hey, Northwest Arkansas. Welcome to the first episode of the season of Hey, Hey, NWA with Jaron Alley of Leisure List. And we're excited to have you. We've been planning on having you for a while. Well, I'm excited to be here with you guys. Well, especially as an avid podcast listener yourself. Yes, huge podcast listener. And like I told you, I've listened to all of the Hey NWA which episodes. Is, which is kind of scary and upsetting. <laughs> and like you know, you've, we've bared our souls on yes. them. I know all. No. And are really embarrassing stories. I yes. think that's important. No, those are the best. Like, what What was it? There was one recently where, like, you didn't know what something Chicken was. Chicken and dumplings. Oh, my gosh. Peyton, really? I was just listening to it. Like, how have you never had chicken and dumplings? And I was just laughing in the car, like, on the way to Bentonville. It was ridiculous. Zach yelled at me after that episode. He's <laughs> like, I can't believe it. Like, you actually don't know what chicken and dumplings are. This has been a talking point amongst my family and friends since that's happened and i think if nothing else comes out of this podcast knowing that peyton has not had chicken and dumplings still yet um still as of of last night as of last night still has not had it i didn't cram it in earlier today i'm sorry so oh my god we've got to rectify this situation like what what you need to get is some zupa zupa pearly's dumplings soup Amazing oh. food truck in town. You need to get some of that. It's like the ultimate chicken and dumplings. You need to start with that and then and go then from there. Ruin your appetite for chicken and dumplings by Pretty having much. something yes, incredible. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I think this is kind of case in point proving who you are. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Jara is with Leisure List. And so do you want to just Define Leisure List real fast. Yeah. So Leisure List is an app and website. It's a um, comprehensive kind of resource of everything to eat, see, and do in Northwest Arkansas. So we have events, venues, and insider recommendations. We update the platform every single day. So um, kind of the, the top things that you'll see when you first sign in are events, 
followed by insider recommendations, which we can get into a little bit more later, but those are kind of kind of like a short form blog post of, hey, here are the top coffee shops to work in remotely. Here are the best places to get sandwiches, stuff like that. And those are written by um, my team as well as key partners like Peyton. You wrote a great one on the best podcast in the area. I was a little selfish. In <laughs> it was a great post, I'm just going to say. And, um, you know, we have venues on there as well. So, um, so what are, you know, the top venues if you're looking for burgers, for barbecue, for, you know, all of these great things in Northwest Arkansas. And what's great about it is you can curate it to your own interests. So if you, you know, sign on to the platform, the first thing you'll see is a little button up top that says sign up for a curated experience. And you get the option, you can log in with Facebook, with Google, or use an email. The only reason why we do that is because if you're like me, I forget passwords all the time. So if I can just like click sign in using my Facebook, it just remembers you for next time. So it makes it really easy for you to log back in later. And so the first time you log in, it'll ask you, hey, what are you interested in? You check off all the things you're interested in. So if you're interested in barbecue and bars and yoga, for instance, very interesting, <laughs> you know, very interesting At group of interests. Yeah, there's um, there's 53 different interests. So you should be able to find at least a few things that you're interested in on the list. So you select all of those things. You click I'm finished. And then you have a section called my list. And that shows you events, venues and insider recommendations that match your interests. So you've got that on my list. You've got Discover, which has everything. And then you've got the Insider View, which is all those articles. And you can also filter things by your area and by time period. So if you want to see things just in Fayetteville happening this weekend, you can filter your view down that way too. So it's really customized to exactly what you want to see. Now, Jara, I'm really conflicted about having you on the podcast. <laughs> and it, it's for this reason. Um, Number one, if you don't know, we do a little show called Local Lowdown. Yes, I think I've heard of it. Talk, where <laughs> we talk about stuff that we want people to go mm -hmm. to. So we kind of work in the same business. Yes. How, oh. However, yes. here's the other side of the conflict. <laughs> Leisure List has opened up an incredibly widespread of things for me to go do to go yes. talk about on Local Lowdown. See? Um, so... Extra resource. That's what I call it. Is it is an incredibly sure. <laughs> great extra resource. Thank like you. finding the stuff that I want to go participate in mm -hmm. and am interested in, but don't know how to find it. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for the fodder that we will burn and turn into a big fire on our show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> on Thursday. Well, and I'm good. thinking of a practical example. My parents are coming into town soon mm -hmm. and I'm trying to think of things that I, I like to take them as an excuse to try new things because, yep. you know, sometimes I pay for it, you know, mm -hmm. so why not go and try the new things? Yep. And so Leisure List is perfect, you mm -hmm. know, coming up this weekend, what am I looking for? And being able to find things that are interesting they might be interested in. So, yep. And there is actually an article in Insider View that is impressing visitors in town. So it's got oh, I didn't all know that. the things to do. It came up um, right around December. So, you know, it's crazy with Christmas. But Stephanie, um, who is on my team, wrote that. And it's a fantastic resource of like, if you're into outdoors, go do this. If you're into art, go do this. Here's some great restaurants. And, you know, we, we try to keep the articles as short and simple as possible. And then we just do a ton of really great articles. So like 
kind of a little preview one that I'll have coming up is best sandwiches in Northwest Arkansas so be ready for that um, there's there's some places that you know of on the list like ham and trees which everyone loves and there's some kind of local places that you may not know about that will be on the list okay. so that will be that will be coming up probably right around the time that this goes live sweet so sweet yeah so how did you even come up with this idea <laughs> for this crazy app and i know no offense but you don't strike me as an app developer just as like a not. technical person no <laughs> So no. let's talk about that. Yeah. It's Where did a, this come from? A very interesting story. So I, I've lived in Northwest Arkansas for about 10 years. So I came for college, kind of stayed every summer after that, and then just kind of, you know, stayed with a job. And so um, I was working recently at a corporate role, and I was working in recruitment marketing, which is such a random team that, like, a lot of people really don't know that that's a team. And basically your whole job is to – you know, kind of help sell the job, sell the company, you know, why should you work here type of thing. And then we also supported the recruiters. So, you know, how can we help the recruiters in marketing the area to potential candidates? And so I was working on social media strategy and like helping with, you know, campus recruiting, like how do you recruit them and all that. And my team kind of said, well, you seem to be really involved in like Northwest Arkansas and you know, going around, like, I'm the type of person that I drive around and I see a new food truck and, like, slam on my brakes safely uh -huh. <laughs> and, like, turn in. And I'm like, what is this thing? And I'm Googling it. Like, I'm, I'm that person. And so they were like, well, you know, could you help the recruiters in selling Northwest Arkansas? Because a lot of people don't know anything about the area, especially if you're recruiting from the coast, like they don't even right. know where Arkansas is on sure. the map. So I said, sure, I'll help. Sounds good. And so I kind of embarked on this big video project, which is, you know, it's, it's live now. And it was the ultimate day in the life of these different types of employees. So, you know, there was family, young people, stuff like that, just to give them something to send to candidates. Like hmm. these are real people that work for the company interacting in this area. These are real places here, that kind yeah. of thing. Well, like a lot of, you know, massive video projects, it takes a long time when yeah. you're shooting at like 20 different locations and a bunch of different schedules. So the recruiters were kind of messaging me and saying, hey, when's it going to be up? When's it going to be up? And I was like, uh, it's going to be a little bit longer. And so they said, well, can you send us anything, like anything that's going on, you know, just, just help us out. And so... The, it was around the time that Onyx and Bentonville was opening up, like their big, you know, really pretty location. And so I remember there was like a news article about it. And I sent it to one of the recruiters and I said, well, would you like something like this? Is that what you're looking for? And she said, yes, it's exactly what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Could you do this on a more regular basis? Like send this out? I was like, uh sure okay <laughs> like i'll figure something out so um i ended up putting together this email and called it nwa insider just like made up this name yep. and i would send it out every week and it would have here's some events going on here's some recommendations from me because i love food most of it was food or coffee related mm -hmm. and then you know here's like some accolades that we got so we were put on this best of list or whatever and so Unbeknownst to me, they start forwarding it to like new people, external people, gets to some executive people. And I was like, oh, cool. So <laughs> it was really weird. I would send it out like Thursday or Friday. 
And inevitably, every week, I would get back another email. Hey, could you add me to this list? Could Whoa. you add me to this list? And I was like, cool. Okay, uh -huh. people like it. That's cool. And so when I ended up leaving, I lost access to all my email and kind of didn't realize that, I guess, immediately. And so I didn't get to send out anything to people saying like, hey, I've left, won't be coming out, all that. And so some external people had gotten onto the list. And so I still knew their emails. So I was like, well, let me just email them and maybe they can tell some people back at the company, just mm -hmm. like let them know. Cause you know, I don't memorize emails. So I was like, let weird. me just, I know weird, right? It's like phone numbers that I don't memorize. So I was like, I know this one person who knows a lot of people, so maybe they can get the message out. So I sent them an email and I just said, Hey, I wanted to let you know, I've left NWA Insider, you know, won't be coming out anymore, but I had fun doing it, might move it to a personal blog. And I had had a personal blog like years before where I'd kind of had some of that stuff on there. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do that on the side. It'll be fun, whatever. And so, um, you know, they emailed me back and kind of said, well, there may be another opportunity. And I was like, really? Okay, cool. And so... <laughs> ended up that, you know, this opportunity came up where I could take that and build it into something bigger with, you know, doing an app and doing a website and making it public. And they just said, you know, well, I think that there's a really big opportunity here and a need that has not been met yeah. in Northwest Arkansas. So I was like, okay, I, I have never done anything with an app and I've done some with a website. So yeah, let's figure it out. Uh -huh. So I ended up, um, you know, we um, did kind of a, a search earlier this year trying to find who are those technology partners, who are those creative partners that we're going to be working with. And so we identified this great local development team and great local, you know, creative company because we have so much amazing talent in this area. It was yeah. like, let's have local people build it. And so we started working on it officially in June. <laughs> and launched in December, which is wow. like Quick crazy timeline. But that was me. I was like, it's faster than your long video project. Yeah, yeah, it was much faster than that. So, you know, I was constantly like testing, like, I can't even tell you how many times I've tested him before it went live mm -hmm. and like identifying different things here and there. And I still have the test flight app on my phone. So if we push updates, we test it every time to make sure that it's not going to do anything. Okay. So, um, so, you know, that's kind of where it started and I had to like learn some app terms and learn mm -hmm. like all the stuff and, you know, just kind of, we built it from scratch and it was really interesting for me. The naming was one of the most difficult parts, yeah. which was so unexpected. I'm really curious about that. What, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, tell me the process. Or... Yeah. It was like, it kind of started out where it was, you know, big whiteboard and we just all, we got the development team, we got the creative team, we got everybody together that's working on it. And we just whiteboarded like all of these different words and phrases, like fun things to do, leisure, leisure time, like list, all these things. And we were like splicing different words together. Would that work? Would that not mm -hmm. work? And like, we came up with a few different options and we said, well, do we want NWA in the name? Do we not? And it was just, it was probably hundreds of words just like yeah. laid out different combinations. So we came up with, you know, some, and I was like, well, 
let me let me get some other feedback and see and i was actually doing um right before that i'd done focus groups so before i started the whole build process i got about 60 people together in focus groups which is a scheduling nightmare in itself Yikes. and just kind of asked them hey would you want something like this would you want an app would you want a website would you want to customize and that's where a lot of that customization came from was i'll never forget it in the focus group a guy like he just kind of sat back and looked at me. We were talking about the need for customization and custom content. And he just kind of sat back and he was like, look at me. Do you really think I'm interested in yoga? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and like, it just kind of, you know, put the point. He was like, I'm not going to click on something that is yoga related. Yeah. I may click on biking. I may click on barbecue. I may click on Asian food. But if I'm not seeing content that I want to click on, I'm not going to use it. And yeah. I was like, okay, got it. So <laughs> customization was a big thing. So I was thinking about that as we were going through the naming too. Like, how do I make sure that this is something that people, you know, would want to click on? And so we went through one naming round and then the trademarking process is very interesting because, um, you have to go through the patent and trademark office and it takes about four months before they'll actually even look at your application. Incredible. So, yeah. Wow. So it like, you have to have a really strong name from the start mm -hmm. because if it takes that long for them to approve it, I can't just sit for four months. Like right. I gotta, I gotta move forward with this. So we went through and we were searching through, they have a public website that you can search through and like search for names. And a lot of our first ones already taken, too close. And, you know, I'm really glad we got the advice of an attorney, a patent and trademark attorney, who I would send him some that I kind of hadn't found on the list. And I said, well, how strong do you think this is? And he said, well, I don't think it's strong enough. And I was like, back to the drawing board again. Yeah. So we ended up, we went through three naming rounds. Um, no, four, four naming rounds. And we went through even different languages. Like what is fun in different languages? How does this Honestly, make sense? Honestly, I like, would try that too. Yeah, get like it was everything. And so, you know, we, we finally got down to, you know, something like leisureless. And I was like, well, what's going to make it unique? Because what the attorney had told me, he's like, you know, it needs to be something unique that describes what you're doing, but not too much. And like things that are stronger are a completely random name for something. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I was on the mm -hmm. phone with him. I was like, I'm yeah. so confused. He's like, think about Apple, for instance. Apple is, you know, a common term. It's, you know, normally a food product, all that. But when you associate it with computer technology, that's something really unique. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And he said, that, that is what makes a strong trademark. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes a little bit more sense. And so he was like, think about Facebook and Instagram. Like, those weren't terms before. I was like... Okay, that makes sense. So that's kind of where leisure list kind of came from was splicing together those two words, making it unique. And it's, you know, that ultimate list of all of the things that you want to do in your leisure time rather than like fun list. Yeah. You know, yeah. leisure list. So Which might stress people out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need so, to be having fun all the time. Exactly. It's like, and no, 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 it's in your leisure time. 
this is my new app, Fun Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that would probably not go over well. Fun, so. fun Time Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we, we kind of came to that. And, you know, a, a trademark attorney will not tell you this is 100% going to approve. Mm-hmm. Like, that, he doesn't know. And so I, I messaged him and I said, okay, is it above a 50% chance that you think it might get approved? And he said, I, I think so. And I said, great, we're going with it. There we go. <laughs> like, cause you know, if I, if I have some confidence in it, you know, it's very unique, like I'm going to run with it. And so it just, we were running behind on timelines anyway, cause it was a very tight timeline. And I was like, you know, I like it. It's unique. It's memorable. Let's go with it. Yeah. And so, and what, we also did is, um, you know, it's L-E-I-S-U-R-L-I-S-T. So yeah. there's just that E missing. But we do have the other URL. If someone spells it the normal way, it Good. will redirect them. Yeah. So that was that was one thing. I was like, I know it's going to happen. Uh-huh. So we went ahead and bought that URL gotcha. as well. So drop drop yeah. that vowel like yeah, every exactly. other internet web presence yeah exactly so you know we we just want it to be something that's memorable that's easy to say easy to remember and just you know and hopefully people continue to remember it and go back every day i mean we we update content every single day uh-huh. every single day there's new content on there so you're you may go back one day and there's you know two events happening tomorrow you may go back tomorrow there's been eight events added since then wow. so we're constantly updating everything that we see that would be cool fun things to do in northwest arkansas it's going on there i think what is really fascinating about this app and even what you're doing with nwa insider mm-hmm. um, it's this really daunting task and it's a task that peyton and i deal with um, how do you rebrand an area? Yeah. You know, you have an association like Arkansas. What does Arkansas bring to the mind of people who don't live here? Mm-hmm. And even like this is the home base for Walmart. Yeah. Of all, you know, of all things, what are the things that bring to mind in the minds of most people? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to give flavor and character to a place that may have negative connotations to it in a lot of ways. Um, I think the task of how do we talk differently and how do we communicate better about what is going on here Mm -hmm. is a difficult task, but also a lot of fun because, I mean, I think as probably you have found and Peyton and I have found in the year that we've done this podcast now are incredible people doing incredibly Mm -hmm. interesting and fascinating work to mm-hmm. benefit the community and the people around them making better, more innovative business in a space like Arkansas mm-hmm. where you may not already have that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. people may say, I've heard this so many times that it's starting to frustrate me. Like we're the next Austin or we're the next Portland yeah. or whatever, which is sure. Fine. Whatever. Um, but we don't have the resources of a Austin or a Portland or a Nashville. And so you see people just doing it, like creating the stuff yeah. um, and trying to share that with people who aren't currently here, who might be on their way here, or even turn to the people who are here and say, look what your neighbors and friends are doing uh, even here, trying to change that connotation in people's minds, I think is a really daunting task. And 
a really good one to take up in arms and, you know, run with. So, yeah. Well, and I think that this is really great for the community because I, I recent, I had a conversation a while back um, with somebody who was talking about the Portland, Austin, you yeah. know, conversation. And the thing is about those areas is that they were low capital, but they were high energy and high motivation mm-hmm. and interest and will. And uh, Northwest Arkansas um, starts off at the inverse of that, like a lot of capital, not a lot of motivation, but the motivation is ramping up, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And then this gives light to that. This shows, yeah. hey, no, cool things are happening here. This, yeah. It's not just restaurants like Wendy's on the list. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like Punjabi Kitchen. Yeah. And that doesn't... Uh, that is like my yeah. fa- one of my favorite food trucks in Fayetteville. It's around the corner from my house, which is really dangerous. And so it's oh. like... I mean, the best Indian food in a, in a little food truck. And, you know, I think that's what's great about this area that you don't find a lot of other places is people can just start a business and it's like so you're so supported by it. And I think that's the great part is like you you may find that in other areas, like you start a business and maybe the people on your corner come and do all this. But here. I feel like there's just so much shared interest in elevating this area and just continuing to grow it. And there's just, there's new things and new, like there's, there's an event that's coming to Brightwater in uh, kind of late January, early February, probably right about this time this is coming out. It's called at the illusionist table. And it's this like illusionist named Scott Sylvan, who is like, he has sold out shows at the McKittrick Hotel in Chicago, in New York, the Edinburgh Festival, like these huge national places. He does this really cool illusionist food like experience and he trained under like David Blaine. So I mean he's like So he's like crazy. In a, he's in a David Blaine strain of illusion. Yeah. Not like a Chris Angel, which Correct. I yeah. kind of so really important. It's like and it's like this this food and like you know, just illusion experience. And he's, you know, gotten these crazy reviews from people and entertainment weekly, and he's coming to Bentonville and you're just like, which is wild. What? That is crazy. Awesome. That, you know, we're, he's seeing the value of this area and coming here and like places like, you know, crystal bridges and Brightwater are on par with other national museums, culinary programs, and just, you know, I would put up Northwest Arkansas against almost any area, to be honest, because it's just it's the people here, I think, that make the really big difference because you can have a lot of great businesses, but it's the people that really support them and build them that make the massive difference. It's true. Yeah, I think we found that. I mean, I've been really impressed in starting this. There were like people who are on my list of like, we have to talk to this person. Like if if I could dream my biggest dream, we would have a conversation with this person who's creating this thing here um, because it's wild to me that they're creating this thing. And you approach them and say, hey, we're doing this really weird podcast about what's going on in (laughs) Northwest Arkansas. And they're like, yeah, sure. Well, I'd love to be on it, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm out of people to talk to now on my dream list because we talked to them in a year's time Mm -hmm. because the willingness of people to say like, you're doing a good thing and I want to help you out with it and I want mm-hmm. to help promote it. 
think about Chad Moppin, who does Caddy Womp, is, is that person in my I brain. just thinking about him. Um, like, I found out about him from your podcast. And so I went to Wampus Wonderland for the first time mm-hmm. in December. And I, like, I had three people on my Christmas list that are so difficult to shop for. And I was uh-huh. like, I don't know what to get them. I'm just going to go to Wampus, like, see if I can find anything. I checked off all of them while I was there. And they loved the gifts, and they were super unique. And I was just like, Really? that uh, what like how could you find that anywhere else and I never would have known about it like I had heard of Wampus Wonderland but I had no idea what it was honestly and so when you guys were talking to Chad I was like oh that totally makes sense now I'm gonna go support you know local businesses and see what they have and there were so many cool things there Mm -hmm. and companies I never would have known about just right like I wish I could have gone. It was right before the Eureka Springs one when they did the night market. I wish I could have gone down that one too. And it like, was. I'll go in future ones, all of them. Zach went to it. It was cold. It was, it was cold. so cold. Um, you may yeah. have been okay to miss out on that one. <laughs> it was really chilly that night. Yeah, the Fayetteville Town Center was pretty toasty right before it that. Was. So. That's true. But to your point about your list of cool people, I mean, I wouldn't say it's it's closed as a list of people you mm-hmm. want to talk sure. to because naturally meeting those cool people begets more cool people. Mm-hmm. And I'm using cool, but I really mean just fascinating, interesting, go-getters, entrepreneurs, whatever category you want to say, um, that that list just keeps expanding. Yeah. There are more people catching the bug, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. I, oh, man. We are rife with innovators at the moment yes. in Northwest Arkansas. Exactly. Which is great. <laughs> I mean, people like you. Jira, who are creating things. And we were just having this conversation last night. People who are trying to allow the masses to have access Mm -hmm. to things and um, give people a platform to share what they're doing with Mm -hmm. the masses. And platforms like Leisure Listen, my mind, or yeah, that's doing it. That's the thing, you know. Exactly. Which it's such a big deal in my mind. Um, I remember hearing about this for the first time. And, well, my first thought was like, oh, another thing trying to display what's happening in Northwest Arkansas. Because a lot of groups have tried and just failed. Or lack of interest for lack of support, for lack of notoriety, whatever it may be. But leisureless, I think that is the thing that's going to stick. Like, out of all of the things that have been tried, this is the one that has been back the most and has the most promise. And also, well, now it's out. Like, we've experienced it. We we love it. And so I'm really excited for this. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, we're we're really excited for it. And, you know, it just... I think the key thing is you have to put in the work. Like there are so many amazing things happening and my email is flooded right now with like all these great things that we have to get up. And, you know, it's just, it is a full-time job to keep up with all of it. And there's just so many fantastic things and new places opening. Like we were talking about, you know, Juice Palm and Yayo's, their new storefront and just all of these amazing things and new things that places are doing. Like a lot of people don't know, Brightwater has public cooking classes, Honeycomb Kitchen Shop and Rogers has amazing cooking classes that, you know, you can learn to cook everything from dumplings at Brightwater to like cookies at Honeycomb. It's just like, 
you can do so many different things. And I, I put up an event today, like a poetry slam that's coming. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And just something different that you don't see that much in this area. Yeah. So Now, Jara, what kind of dumplings are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Um, oh. So it was, it was a class that was taught by Glenn Mack, who is fantastic. He's the head of Brightwater. And he did, um, it was dumplings and ravioli making classes. Mm. So he taught us like, what is the difference? What are the flowers that are used? Like all of that. And so he taught us raviolis, like authentic Italian raviolis. And then um, I would say wonton style, probably dumplings, like not the super intricate, like little pocket thing. Mm -hmm. Lord knows the wonton was hard enough for me to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that is a lot of like finger work, and I was just like, <laughs> it looks slightly like that. They get yeah. better. <laughs> like, but Glenn was amazing at you know teaching that class and just like he taught us how to do these dipping sauces with them and like here's ways that you can do stuff at home. I went home and bought the attachments for my KitchenAid mixer to like <laughs> do them afterward. Like it was hardcore. I was so excited when I got done and like, and you can even go like a great, fantastic Asian food truck in town, High Pie Street Eats. If you have not been there, go now. Okay. It's so good. It's, um, it's right in the parking lot of Fayette Chill and Nightbird Books. So right there, like a yeah. little truck. And it's owned by a guy named um, Jerry and his wife. Jerry grew up in Fayetteville, um, you know, has like grew up here, moved to Shanghai randomly and like met his wife in Shanghai Culinary School, learned how to do all the great Chinese, you know, food, moved back here and started a food truck. So it is legit like China. I mean, I will go by and he, I can watch both of them in the truck hand making each wand on and each like steam bun. And I'm just like, you guys are awesome. And Uh like, he would show you like how to do it. And just, I mean, you just know they're so authentic. They're amazing. They even have vegan like options, which you don't find in a lot of areas. And so he's just like, he's constantly adding new things to the menu. And just, I mean, if you have not been there, you got to go to high pie. Like it is so good. And just, I will say the, the wontons, the dandan noodles, those are probably two of my favorites, but everything is amazing coming off that truck. And it's just, it's authentic. And like, you can learn how to make them from someone who went to Shanghai Culinary School. No like, big. it's crazy. In Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get, you know, a beer, a coffee at Puritan and just kind of sit there and, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy. So it's, yeah, they, they opened just a couple months ago. And I found out because they started following me on Instagram. Yo. And I, like, I was in China, like, just over a year ago with, you know, my, um, executive MBA program that I graduated from the U of A with. And I had posted about missing the dumplings in China. It was like a throwback thing. Uh-huh. And this random Instagram commented and like, we may be bringing that to Fayetteville. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I went and followed them and I was like following all their opening stuff. And I was there like the second night they were open uh-huh. and just, yeah, like they, they are legit. You've got to, you got to go visit them. Well, I'm very hungry, so I might need to go out. And it's like right there. It's yeah. Like right here. It's like literally right there. Yeah. So, uh, cool. so 
Peyton, we're getting showed up right now, which is I'm okay with that. Very I'm really fine. We're getting that. showed up. I'm not territorial about this. <laughs> okay, um, if I can go get really good food <laughs> around the corner after this podcast, I mean, this is a win. Yeah, I, I mean, it just these are what sadly a lot of our conversations, like team, you know, leisureless conversations, like we delve into the food and like. By the end, I'm like, dang it, I want a burger. I want wontons. I'm like, this is why I work out as much as I do because, like, all I mean, all the great food and like we talk about the music and all that, but you just I go down a food rabbit hole uh-huh. and it's like it's just bad. So yeah. I feel like we need to sit in on some of these meetings and learn from <laughs> our local senseis about yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was talking to somebody about it earlier, like the cool stuff coming into downtown Rogers and like the the local lime coming into Rogers mm-hmm. and like Big Orange Burgers and just like, and local lime and Big Orange are places from Little Rock that are putting in locations up here. And right. like Loblolly Creamery out of Little Rock is putting in a location mm-hmm. up here, which I'm, I'm an ice cream fanatic. I'm especially oh, <laughs> excited about that. But like, I mean, these places in, you know, central Arkansas are recognizing the power of Northwest Arkansas and mm-hmm. they're moving second locations, third locations up here. So right. it's just like, it's amazing to see the power of what people are talking about. And like, I was talking to my mom earlier and she's, um, she owns her own business in, um, in Benton where I grew up and she was talking to one of her suppliers who's closing and it's like an international company and all that. And they're closing because he's retiring, like the owner's retiring. And she was asking him what he was going to do and he wants to travel. And he was like, I want to go to Arkansas (laughs) at one point. I was like, seriously? Uh Like, that's really cool. And she's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell my daughter, like come to Northwest Arkansas and like, you know, all that. And I was like, wow, people are like talking about us a lot, which is fantastic exciting. so exciting yeah, it's just crazy well, and it only gets better so one yes. thing i'm thinking about is so people keep coming here and they keep on bringing what they have to the table and eventually you know if, if we're talking about your mba program and we're going you know economics um, <laughs> you get a lot of people doing the same thing and eventually somebody has to win out the competition and so people start specializing. They start mm-hmm. uniquely having their own ideas. And that's what I'm really excited for is people just spinning off and doing just newer and crazier things mm-hmm. that are just totally unique to the area. And, yeah. you know, it already is, but then it just keeps ramping yeah. up. Yeah. And the creativity and innovation just skyrockets. Oh, I know. I mean, a good example is like Dirty Apron Bakehouse. Mm-hmm. I know it's back to food, sorry. But it's like, it's naturally leavened sourdough, which I didn't even know was a thing, mm-hmm. to be honest. And like, it's, you know, amazing, not only pastries, but like toast. Like there's one, it's a weird name, but it's like the queen of rats. And it's like the sourdough toast, avocado, and like egg, and just bacon and everything delicious uh-huh. like all on it and i remember i walked in i was like what is naturally leavened sourdough and they were just explaining it to me and i was like where would you find this normally like that's such a a random cool thing and just you know and they're they're right there actually right by high pie so yeah weird. right behind high pie right there like, eat everything in that area yeah in i a- mean it's just crazy and just you know and you've got companies like um you know, I've talked about like Startup Junkie a lot. Like there are international companies that are setting up shop in Bentonville. You know, there's like a 
um, it's like a digital coin company. I can't remember the name. It, it'll come to me in a minute. But like, I think they moved here from the Middle East. Interesting. It's like, it's crazy huh. that, you know, those unique ideas are starting right. here. Um, we don't have much time left. Uh, we Listeners, I know we just said on our most recent episode that Peyton got his studio set up and that we were going to be in that for a little bit, but we're actually in the Fayetteville Public Library and we've rented a room and we're running low on time and I'm <laughs> wasting it by sitting here explaining all of that. Um, but as as lay people of Northwest Arkansas, what are your recommendations for, and this may be a softball question, um, what are your recommendations for people getting out and experiencing uh, the variety of things going on in Northwest Arkansas? What is the best way to do that? I know you made an app that does this, <laughs> but you can answer it a different way if you're interested. Yes. Well, I, yes, I would say download the app, LeisureList, find it in the App Store and Google Play. But I would also say a, a great way to see the area too is to, if if you have a bike or if you don't have a bike, rent one from, you know, one of the local bike shops and honestly take the greenway around and you will see a lot of great things in Northwest Arkansas, all these great businesses that are along the way and like just, you know, experiencing the nature. Mm -hmm. Yes. But you, they've designed the greenway in, in such a great way that it puts you in the middle of so many different things that you can stop at along the way and just see, and they're, they're making even more great expansions to it. But I would also say exploring like little great pockets in each area. So like downtown Rogers there's amazing shopping there's amazing food there's like and you can walk around all of it in Fayetteville Block Street Dixon in Bentonville 8th Street Market which mm -hmm. if you've not been I mean I talked about Yayo's earlier if you've not been to Bike Rack you gotta go to Bike Rack there's like so many different things happening whether it's comedy or music or trivia huh you guys oh. do trivia there too <laughs> And, you know, also in 8th Street Market is Markham and Fitz, which is a new dessert, like, chocolate bar mecca, crazy amazing. <laughs> like, everything from cocktails to sipping chocolate to, like, creme brulee that you watch them brulee in front of you. Yes. Like, it is amazing. And, you know, and the rest of downtown Bentonville is just right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So exploring those pockets, like, you get to see the dining, the shopping, the active life like all at once. And, you know, of course go to crystal bridges and stuff, but you've got to like experience all the local places as well. And even like the local art spaces, like the, there's a new gallery that's in downtown Bentonville that just opened up. Like there are so many new things that honestly <laughs> I'll be walking down like downtown Bentonville or block street in Fayetteville. And I'm like, was that here last week? Mm -hmm. I swear that wasn't here yeah. last week. Like there's just new things all the time. So it's just kind of getting out and exploring it, whether it's by bike or if it's weather right now by car, you know, <laughs> bundle up a little bit, uh -huh. but it's supposed to be 60 this weekend and hopefully February will be a little warmer. So just, just getting out and exploring it and, you know, using a resource like leisure list to, to find, all of those things that may not be exactly on your radar. It just, you know, we, we try to update 
things in every single interest group. So if, and if you have, you know, suggestions of different things or you've got events that you're doing, you know, any of that, it's very simple. Just email it to support at leisurelist.com and we review everything that comes in to that email address. Excellent. Sweet. Very cool. Well, could you just to sign us off, could you give some recommendations for what's coming up around when this episode drops? Um, Also, um, I think one thing to note really fast is that you don't have just family-friendly events on Mm -hmm. your page. That's very important because they're also just general young professionals that are single and Mm want to live their lives, a.k.a. me. Mm -hmm. And every event doesn't need to have a clown or whatever it may be. Um, So what would you recommend, I guess, uh, around when this episode comes around for young people? Mm Mm-hmm. I would say um, right around this episode, there will be Frost Fest, which is the big beer festival that's um, that's coming in Fayetteville. And there's also huge Mardi Gras celebrations in March in Eureka Springs. So they'll do a big parade. They've got a big ball. They've got, you know, all this, this cool stuff that will be going in Eureka Springs. Black Hearts Ball at Crystal Bridges is the 10th. So that's like their... They're big. It's kind of Valentine's Day, but it's not. It's like, you know, singles come, couples come. It's like this big, huge party at, at Crystal Bridges. And, you know, there, there are a ton of events going on in February, especially with, with music and, you know, bike rack. They've been doing everything from comedy to music, like free comedy night, free music, brew room sessions is happening. So it's like storytelling and music and even things like winter vintage game night they've been doing, which is pretty cool. So like go play your N64, like game, you know, vintage Mario, all that. So I would say those those are some of the ones off the top of my head. There um, there are a lot of events that will be going on in Eighth Street Market in the coming months. So definitely, like keep an eye to that. There will be some new businesses opening up as well, and there are a couple of new businesses that recently opened up. I mentioned Yayo's in Bentonville earlier, Juice Palm in Fayetteville, which is like smoothies, acai bowls, like keep you on track type of place <laughs> and they're in the um where uptown apartments are in Fayetteville so like kind of the bottom level there and um kind of in that same area they'll be opening um Burton's Creamery and the second location of Puritan Coffee and Beer so like all of those places you know you can go and meet people go to trivia night meet a bunch of people you know there's there's themed trivias all the time so if you're not into general knowledge, you could find any kind of theme trivia that is happening. So, you know, just just exploring the area is is I think the best way to do it. And you know, use Leisure List to help you explore the area. Of course, download the app. Yes, download the app. Yeah. Download the app. <laughs> download the app. Mm-hmm. And we will be using it. I will be using it as conflicted as I may be I will be using it <laughs> Zach's so. not over it but I'm over it I'm gonna I already used the app so yeah. whoops but thank you for the being on the show and yeah. thank you for the work you do with Leisure List because yeah. it's an incredible resource and we're so excited that you 
decided you want to show up and hang out and talk to us for a little bit. And thank you guys for highlighting all of the amazing people in Northwest Arkansas, like all the great, you know, business owners and like great groups of people. Like I've found out so much from you guys, just like listening to these stories and these people. It's just like, I'm, I'm a big fan and I think you're going to get a lot more fans too. Thanks. So. Great to hear. So That's so kind. So sweet. So. And you. I, like I told you, Peyton, I can sort of distinguish your voices now that I've listened to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, don't, it's don't, just... don't feel bad. I had a conversation with my mom and she said she could not distinguish the two of us. Okay. Sometimes. See, that so makes me feel better. Like, don't even worry about it. I can hear it like part of the time, uh-huh. but it's just like, sometimes I'm like, wait, who was talking last? And I'm just laughing too hard. <laughs> so I'm like, Whatever. It's cool. Let's just talk about chicken dumplings. That's yeah. <laughs> and with that, yeah, thanks for joining us, Jara. Thank you. So after that interview, I feel like I was put in my place a little bit. Yeah, people, kind of a lot. <laughs> people, people always say, "Oh yeah, Peyton knows what's going on in Northwest Arkansas, and he's aware of all these places and blah 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 and things to do." And she just she just lists them off like they're, you know. She she has a journal, essentially, uh-huh. and she's just got a ton of places that she's aware of, and she follows everything, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. She's interested in everything. Yeah. It's, I'm, I was put in my place. I think this will be a good theme for season three. Being put in your place? Uh, yeah, getting schooled and stuff we don't know anything about. This is true. Um, we'll have an episode coming out next Monday as well, where we also get schooled it's a lot on of fun. a different topic, and I expect that to continue to happen um as we're interviewing people that are professionals in things that we don't know anything about um so i'm looking forward to that being a theme of this season um and with that being said uh do you want to hop into this ozark lore yeah learn me good okay um so i'm going to kind of set up what this series will be this short in the episode um, with where I kind of got some of this stuff and then we'll move into our first one um, and how it kind of ties to maybe each of the interviews as we go. Okay. So this very, so Ozark superstition in 1947, this is about to get, this is about to get uh, one of two different things. It's about to get very scholastic um, in research and stuff, but it's also about to get very, if you listen to the podcast lore, it's going to be similar-ish to that. Not entirely. But, okay, here's some homework I did. Um, in 1947, Vance Randolph wrote a book called Ozark Superstitions. And this book uh, entailed his travels of the Ozarks, uh, Missouri, Arkansas, uh, Oklahoma, interviewing people about their lifestyles and that sort of thing. Because up until this point, these people who lived out in the Ozarks, who had been there at that point for nearly 150 years, um, had kind of been detached from society. Um, They were descendants of pioneers who moved out um, from Appalachia out to the Ozarks and kind of disconnected from the rest of the world. Um, They... People called them all sorts of things. Uh, Randolph calls them hillmen or hillbillies or whatever. Um, 
he says about them, the people who quote, the people who live in the Ozark country of Missouri and Arkansas were until very recently, the most deliberate, deliberately unprogressive people in the United States. Um, which as people who, when we think about our conversation with Jera, uh, trying to change perceptions of an area, um, being called the most deliberately unprogressive people in the United States kind of cuts deep. Okay. Uh, these are generally British descendants who had traveled um, to the Ozark country from Appalachia, as I said. Um, and they lived in near isolation from the 1800s to the mid-1900s. Um, they had very, according to Randolph, quote, their material heirlooms are few, but like all isolated illiterates, they have clung to the old songs and obsolete sayings and outworn customs of their ancestors. Wow. Yeah. That's where we live. Yeah, he's tough. He's tough on him. You also have to think like this is the 1940s is when he is writing. And so when we think about people from the 1940s, we probably think they're ignorant, illiterate, and unprogressive also. Um, so, so he is too. Check your bias. Got um, <clears throat> So, but you have to, so these people for entertainment were entertained by the storytelling that they did to each other. And I think why this is such a fun thing for us to do is because Peyton, you and I as storytellers and people who share um, what people are doing, these people are doing the same thing just in a smaller, um, more isolated context, uh, recycling stories and sharing that to entertain one another. Um, I've got one last thing to say uh, about this. Despite being uh, maybe separate and isolated, um, Vance Randolph writes... Um, quote, the Hillman is secretive and sensitive beyond anything that the average city dweller can imagine, but he isn't simple. His mind moves in a tremendously involved system of signs and omens and esoteric, esoteric auguries. Ooh. So, so we have our own secrets. Yeah. So being, despite being illiterate or quote, the most deliberately unprogressive people in the United States, he says, these people are tremendously imaginative um, and they have these diverse and um, creative systems of signs and omens and esoterica. So we're going to jump into, I'm going to do the first one. Um, it's kind of mundane, but I think it's really interesting, but it will kind of show um, what an average sort of uh, understanding of like superstition would be for some of these people. We'll do so many of these. Uh, Randolph's book is full of everything from livestock to childbirth to ghost stories, herbal medicine, um, power doctors, water witches. It's going to be fascinating. We'll talk about all that later. This first one I'm going to talk about itching and sneezing and what that means for you as a person. Okay, so th as mundane as an itch might be, or as un mundane as a sneeze might be, and we, what we think of in today, you have an itch, you scratch it. Even saying that now... I'm getting itchy. I'm getting itchy, just saying it. Um, Our listeners are also getting itchy. Uh, yes. Ozarkers is what Randolph calls them. I kind of like it. Ozarkers ascribed significance to itches and sneezes that I find kind of absurdist. Um, but a lot of fun. So the next time you sneeze or itch, you can maybe consider one of these things. Um, a lot of these superstitions revolve around the home. Um, and it's 
probably because women and children had nothing else to do. Um, and so, and I mean, the way Randolph writes, he says like men are in this culture are very like kind of at arm's length with superstition because they think, oh, that's silly. That's for the women and children. So when he talks to people, a lot of times in this book, he's talking to women or children. Um, to hmm. hear what sort of superstitions they have, especially around the household. So this comes from a section that he titles Household Superstitions. So here's some things that an itch can mean. Um, having an itch can mean anything from the arrival of a stranger to the prediction of good or bad luck. Oh. Um, so I'm going to get to some of this. They also use rhyme and song a lot in remembering some of these things. Um, so... One of these rhymes, as related to itches, goes, If your nose itches, if your nose itches, somebody coming with a hole in his britches. So if you itch, you can expect someone with a hole in their pants to show up at your door. Interesting. That's a very specific circumstance. Absolutely I mean, somebody showing up, well, that's one, but then saying, guess what? They're going to have holes in their clothing. Now, if you know, if we are just as dumb and illiterate and tripping all over ourselves, as he says, mm -hmm. then maybe holes in clothing are quite common. Possibly. Who perhaps. Um, then you also see like a lot of these superstitions revolve around the same instance. So an itch probably means the same thing, but where an itch takes place is probably debated amongst mm. what that is specific location for that itch means. So for example, um, a girl from Blue Eye, Missouri that he talked to said, quote, if your right eye itches, you'll be lucky. But if your left eye itches, it means disappointment. Disappointment? Disappointment specifically? Disappointment is what she said. It's not just like good luck and bad luck. It's disappointment. Yeah. That, that hurts more. So a lot of other people that Randolph talked to said it was the opposite though that if your right eye itched that meant bad luck but if your left eye itched it meant, meant a good omen I will say the jury's still out about what itching which eye means exactly but as far as our geographic heritage goes itching does tend to mean something I think I'm going to need a scoreboard from now on of just to keep track because apparently, yeah, the jury's out on which is which. And so I need to figure out for myself and my own life. And he included everything from like if your left ear itches or if your right ear burns um, or if you have a tickle in your left ear, eye scratch, hand scratch. So one for the hand. I didn't include all of them because there's so many. And they're, some of them are just kind of boring and innocuous. Like your brother is going to churn really well today if you scratch your left toe. Right, but... Not so specific as that. Okay. Um, but he said, evidently, if your left hand suddenly begins to itch, you will shortly receive an unexpected present. It's like the fortune cookies of <laughs> itching or something. Okay. Um, so that's itching. Sneezing tends to have much greater consequence, um, perhaps because it happens le less often. Um or perhaps maybe it's a bigger, like, physical response to something, so it may have larger consequences. For example, quote, Some people say that the girl who sneezes on Monday is sure to kiss a stranger before the week is out. Ooh, if juicy! You, if, you, if you are a female and you sneeze on a Monday, you will kiss a stranger before the week's end. And, you know, if you get, if you get an itch, 
if you if your nose itches, then the stranger is coming up and they have a hole in their pants. Yes. So I'm putting these together. So she sneezes and then there's a sudden itch in the nose, which is likely to happen if she sneezes. Mm-hmm. Then who knows? That stranger just might be your kiss. Well, and then also if you... On a Monday. Yeah. If you itch the left side of your nose or the left side, right side of your nose or left side of your nose, that means two different types of strangers as well. Okay. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. Another thing. If a woman is telling a story, this is how the quote goes. If a woman is telling a story and she sneezes, this is what happens. Quote, if she sneezes while telling a story, it is a true story, even though she may believe it is a lie. Oh, fun. If you're telling a story and you sneeze while you're telling the story, even if it's made up whole cloth and you sneeze during the story. It means it's real. It means it's true. Oh. Um, huh. Interesting. But strange, like, why would someone come up with this sort of specific, like... Well, my ma couldn't read, and she just she just sneezed, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the tale came true. I don't know. Like, I'm, I was trying to be an illiterate uh, Ozarker. Ozarker, yes. I tried really hard. It and didn't I'm o- work. And I'm over here coughing, and I have no idea what coughing means yet, but it's probably something really bad. <laughs> um, so, like I said, these... As we've seen, like sneezing, big significance, even on the day that it falls, the consequence uh, really depends on the context in which some of this stuff happens. And as we said before, there are these rhymes and songs that these people have come up with to help remember what each of them means. And so I've got two different songs about sneezing. To take home with you today. uh, That are about the days of the week and what each of the sneezes on each of the days means. And they end on the same note which I'm going to hold until the very end. Oh my gosh. Which I love. Okay. So this is a song about sneezing from Mrs. Carol Almy Wilson of Zinc, Arkansas. And this is how the um follow this is the sneezing rhyme is okay. what it's called. Sneeze on a Monday, sneeze for danger. Sneeze on Tuesday, kiss a stranger. Sneeze on Wednesday, sneeze for a letter. Sneeze on Thursday, sneeze for better. Sneeze on Friday, sneeze for sorrow. Sneeze on Saturday, a friend you seek. Well, that one didn't rhyme. It didn't, because there are seven days in the week. And we will get to the seventh rhyme, or the seventh line, in this next one. Because they're the same. Oh, okay. Um, this one also, because it's seven lines, not every line rhymes. I just wonder if the mailman always came on Wednesdays. Ah... True. Poking holes in this, also, this argument. Sound, the way this is rolling, I think if you sneeze any day, you get to kiss a stranger. That's so. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty exciting stuff. Oh, man. If I get sick, party time. Um, okay. This one, I like how this one starts. Uh, this is another one quoted from someone else in Missouri. Sneeze on Monday, sneeze for fun. I don't know what Woo! sneezing for fun is. Sneeze for fun. Sneeze on Monday, sneeze for fun. Sneeze on Tuesday, see someone. Sneeze on Wednesday, get a letter. Sneeze on Thursday, something better. Sneeze on Friday, sneeze for sorrow. Sneeze on Saturday, see your bow tomorrow. See your bow? Like your, your love bae. interest? Yes. Yeah, if you could uh, interpret for a modern context, uh, it would be bay. Okay, <clears throat> like I said, sneeze on Friday, sneeze for sorrow. Sneeze on Saturday, see your bow tomorrow. And this is how both of these sneeze rhymes end. So this is canon across everything. Okay. 
sneeze on Sunday. <laughs> you need to start over. This is how the last line of both of these goes. Sneeze on Sunday. <laughs> you need to get it out. You need to stop holding that sneeze in. It's, it's a laugh. It's really funny. <laughs> sneeze on Sunday. The devil will control... Excuse me. The... <laughs> I can't even get through it. Sne... Sneeze on Sunday. The c- devil will control you all week. <laughs> Sneeze on Sunday. The devil will control you all week. Does that rhyme? Does uh, it sneeze fit? on the first one. Sneeze on Saturday. A Even friend... when I'm getting my letters on Wednesday, inevitably. Yeah. <clears throat> Sneeze on Saturday. A friend you seek, and then the next line would have been: Sneeze on Sunday. The devil will control you <laughs> all week. <laughs> That took a sharp turn. I know. <laughs> it's just, you see, you see friends. You get a smooch. You get a letter. The devil embodies you. Yeah. Like why? Why are we jumping there? Well, you sneeze once on a Sunday, and then the whole rest of your week is shot because oh, wow. the devil will be your best friend for the following week. It's like a devil's contract and snot. Like you just sign the sign the dotted line with a couple. Snot rockets and you're you're just the devil for a week. It is. It's pretty rough stuff. Oh man. And like I said, these kind of like exponentially growing consequences from like mundane things like my nose itches. That means um a stranger will show up at my door before noon. But if you sneeze on Sunday, you're basically damned for the week. Sucks. Because Tough stuff. Hard to be a nose arker. Yes. <laughs> Life is hard on the streets. I hope you enjoyed this because there's more of this, and oh the devil, the devil often appears. Oh, good. Um, I should be wary of when the devil will appear. So yeah. thank you for these warnings. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the devil's rampant in uh, Northwest Arkansas, Southern Missouri, and Eastern Oklahoma. Evidently, there you go. There's our first segment of Ozark superstitions. I with- love it. Uh, Vance Randolph. Um, If you have a superstition that you've heard, if your family has passed down the story to you that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear them. Um, I'd love to talk about it on the show and give you a shout out for your contribution. Um, But yeah, sneeze on a Sunday, the devil will control you all week. Uh, But sneeze on a Monday or Tuesday and you might kiss someone. So So just wait a day. Just hold it in. Keep your sinuses just a couple of days. And then let it out. Anyway, thank you all for listening uh, to Hey Hey NWA. I hope you've had a wonderful time. Uh, go check out Leisure List. Um, you can find it on the App Store. And again, that's Leisure without an E at the end, and then List, and it's all one word. So L E I S U R L I S T on any of the App Stores. And it's full free. And it's free. Um, and it will help out all sorts of exploration sort of things in northwest arkansas so the devil will not be a part of those if you're holding your sneezes on sundays yep so once again thanks for listening you can follow us on um facebook at hey hey nwa you can follow us on instagram at hey hey nwa podcast um you can keep up with us 
on oh if you want to oh peyton uh just started a snapchat Snapchat. yes oh man should have started with this so we are hey hey nwa just no spaces no underscores or anything on snapchat and this is going to be an experiment and it's going to be a blast and a half and you know my snapchat game zach can tell you is probably one of the weirdest things about my life. It's pretty incredible, though. I, <laughs> I'm I'm a giant goof on Snapchat, um, but you will not only enjoy my Snapchat antics, but you will enjoy Zach's Snapchat antics and Elise's Snapchat antics. And you'll probably be able to tell aesthetic differences oh, between yeah. all three of them, so enjoy that. Um, if you want to support what we're doing, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash hey, hey, NWA. Um, yeah. Thanks for uh, joining us back for this new season. And we need a send-off. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. And remember... Don't sneeze at the devil will incarnate you. (laughs) (laughs) Dig it. See ya.